Welcome, this is Jessica Ortner and our time together is dedicated to feeling good within all of life's complexities. We'll be going on a wandering path, exploring topics like spirituality, productivity, and personal fulfillment. Because happiness is not a destination, it's an adventure. So welcome to Adventures in Happiness. Hey friends, welcome to today's show. I am sharing something unique. The tables are turning and in this episode, I am being interviewed. So a few days ago, Hay House, my publisher, asked me to go on their Facebook page. So I went on Facebook Live and I was interviewed by someone who I have looked up to for so many years. So this was such a dream come true. Cheryl Richardson is a multiple New York Times bestselling author. I remember watching her on my couch as she would chat to Oprah, and she's had a huge influence on my life, first with her work, and then she became a dear friend. And in this interview, we are talking about tapping my new book and how to create change with more ease. So in the time we spent together, we actually did some tapping, which you can follow along. If you want to see the video, you can head over to Hay House and um, on their Facebook page, you'll find the video there. So just to let you know, it was a tricky day because we recorded for 25 minutes. It was a great conversation. And then I realized we actually weren't recording and we weren't on Facebook Live. So this is the nature of anytime you do something live, these things can go wrong. And so we had to jump right in. But I think we were able to, you know, just jump right in and keep going. And it ended up working out great. So I didn't teach, you know, the basics of tapping. And there's a few things that you can learn more about if you listen to the last episode of this podcast, which is the introduction and first chapter of my book. But it's still incredibly valuable and you're going to really enjoy the tapping Uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited about this book. It's incredible to have a book come out when I'm eight and a half months pregnant. It definitely feels like a very fertile time in my life um, with a lot going on. But my hope is that in a few weeks, I can start to slow down and just really get ready for this little bundle of joy to enter our lives. And so with that, the other big announcement is that I'm going to be taking a break from my podcast. Um, There's just with the book and we're launching an app, um, I need to take an earlier maternity leave from this show, but I definitely know that I'm going to keep going and I want to be back. I'm not sure what um, maternity leave will look like exactly when it comes to this podcast. I'm giving myself the space and the flexibility to make those decisions when the time comes because being a new mom, I have no idea what to expect. And a lot of friends um, and family have been just telling me to allow myself to have the space to decide. And so I am doing exactly that. I love coming to you every other week with the show. This show will continue. I might even sneak some new episodes in before I completely come back from maternity leave. But If you haven't already subscribed to the show, because if you subscribe, then the moment I'm back and I have new episodes, I'm able to support you. So with that, guys, thank you so much for all the love and support. And I really hope that you enjoy this show. 
So first of all, um, I want to just say, I'm really glad to be with you and to be having this conversation. And um, one of the things I want to say is, so the book, The Tapping Solution to Create Lasting Change, um, is this real gift to the world in that all of us are faced with change every single day. And it's scary, it's scary for me. I bet it's scary for you, Jess. You're about to give birth to a baby in like a month, right? I am, yes, a month away. Yeah, so you're dealing with a big change. And um, one of the things I love about your book is, uh, and that really sort of sets it apart, is you've got great tapping exercises that people can use to, um, to just make change more comfortable and easier and actually pleasurable and sometimes enjoyable. So, um, so I wanted to just, I know we talked earlier and I'll just say again, we talked about tapping and what it is. It's based on the body's meridian system where you tap certain acupuncture or certain meridian points on the body and it automatically calms the amygdala down and helps people to enter a calm, resourceful state. Um, and so you're helping people make what kinds of changes in this book, Jess? Can you give us some examples? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of my passions and one of my interests is to see, is to begin to explore how we all react to change. And we have a lot of changes in our lives. Change is the one thing that's constant. So it's so the one thing that we better get good at because we can't control not going through changes as we get older. And so the type of changes I talk about are some of times it's wanting to lose weight or be in a relationship or um, change a career or speak up or meet new friends. The thing is that if in our lives, there's oftentimes when we look at our current situation and we think, I want something different. I want something better. And the challenge is that we have those moments of wanting to create a change. And then the way that we react is to freeze and to panic and to worry or to simply procrastinate and ignore those desires. This book is for people who uh, know a lot, but have struggled to take those steps forward. And one of the things that I realized about change is that all of us, every single one of us at some point when we're going through a change feels that fear, feels that hesitation. And that's not because we're broken or not good enough or not ready. It's simply the way that our mind reacts to something brand new. And it's important to understand this so we can experience more self-compassion instead of trying to push ourselves and then wonder why it's not working. Because at, at a certain level, we all fear change because our brain is wired to keep us safe. The primary goal of your unconscious mind is to keep you safe. And anytime you wanna make a change, you're doing something that you've never done before. And you're doing something that comes with a lot of uncertainty because you've never done that before. So the moment that begins to happen, your brain starts to say, this isn't safe. This isn't safe. I've never done this before. I don't know if this will work out. And when your mind doesn't feel safe, the body hesitates. And so we begin to self-sabotage ourselves, again, not because we're wrong or there's something wrong with us, but because our brain is simply trying to keep us safe. And the moment we can understand this, Cheryl, the moment I understood this, it was like, oh, I'm not messed up. I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. That this is a natural reaction 
to change. And this is why the self-criticism and the pushing hasn't worked. I need to try something different. And that's when I started to use tapping to help my body and my mind to know that it's safe to change. Cause when we feel safe, it's a lot, it's so much easier to move forward. Yeah. And I think that's the important, that's the important thing is that the tapping helps to put you in a calm state where you actually feel more in control and therefore you feel safer. So let's imagine there's somebody watching. I can guarantee you there's somebody watching this right now and they're saying, I've been in the, the, the same job for a long time and I can't stand it. And I know I need to leave and I know I need to get a resume together or I need to network or whatever. And I just don't do it. And I don't know what's going on. Like, I know I need to do something different. Or there's somebody watching and they're saying, I know that I need to change the way I eat or change the way I move my body because I'm not exercising or I'm not taking better care of my health. And I know I need to do it. And I tell myself I need to do it all the time, but I just don't do anything. Like, what are the, what do you see as some of the common reasons why, along with, you know, the subconscious wanting to keep us safe, what else happens that just keeps us stuck in that, that loop where we're usually beating ourselves up? Right. And we're procrastinating is the biggest thing. And, um, you know, a big part of that is let's use that first example of, um, let's use that first example of wanting to create a, a, create a, um, change with your job, right? That's the one. Okay. So one of the great things that you, what you want to start with, with tapping is to simply tap to release any anxiety that you feel just the frustration of, I know what to do when I'm just not doing it. And I've been in this job for a long time and things aren't changing. You start there with how you're feeling. But then when you begin to feel more relaxed, you can ask yourself some really important questions, which is what's the downside of applying to new jobs? And what I often hear is, well, if I finish the resume and I actually apply, I can get denied. And right now, even though I hate my job, it feels safer than the prospect of trying and failing. And a lot of the the clients I work with who have that mentality, what I find is that it gets, there's no room for growth and experimenting. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes ask them, how do you treat yourself when you make a mistake? And these same people are the people who walk into a coffee table and spend five minutes telling themselves how dumb they are, (laughs) right? Like there's so much pressure to do things perfectly and so much anxiety. And some of it comes from our childhood most of the time. And when you have that, what tends to happen is you're too scared to make a change because you're scared of your own judgment. You're scared of other people's criticism. But let me tell you that we tend to criticize ourselves more than anyone else criticizes us. And sometimes the very criticism we're scared of is the criticism that we lay on ourselves the moment we try something and it doesn't work the first time. Mm-hmm. This is the thing about creating lasting change. It's not, this, this book isn't called How to Create Change. Anyone can create change. <clears throat> the question is, how do you make it last? Mm-hmm. And the only way to really begin to make it last is to first allow yourself to go through the process of change and allow yourself to experiment without feeling the pressure and the burden of doing everything perfectly, which tends to hold us back. And Cheryl, I can tell people, let go of this perfectionism, but it's very difficult when we've been holding on to it because that perfectionism gives us a false sense of security. 
Mm -hmm. It helps us feel safe when we're feeling anxious. We think, well, if I can do it perfectly, I can protect myself. And the moment we realize that that's not protecting us, but creating a cage and we begin to tap, we're able to feel more empowered to try new things, knowing that whether it works out or whether it doesn't, we're going to be okay. Something that you say that I say all the time in my tapping meditations is I have my own back. Mm -hmm. And by using the tapping, we can get to that peaceful place where we feel safe to take action, knowing that no matter what happens, we're going to be okay because we have the resources. So you talked about like the kind of general anxiety that people feel when they even think about making a change. And I think that's true for any kind of change, right? Yes. You know, general anxiety, you're about to give birth to a baby or (laughs) I'm about to sit down and do my resume, or I'm going to go to a new gym and start working out, or I'm going to even consider the move that I've been dreaming about for a while. And, you know, just the thought of like looking looking at a map or something makes me anxious. So can we like maybe do a little tapping exercise on that, just the anxiety we have towards change? Absolutely. So this is why I invite, for those who are watching, I invite you to think about a change that you've been trying to make that hasn't been happening, right? So maybe you have a dream and you've just been procrastinating, you haven't been taking action. And notice any frustration or tension that comes up. That's the first thing that happens is that we feel this anxiety. And I want to mention something quickly, Cheryl, before we tap is um, I call it the pattern of panic. So what tends to happen is we something happens which makes us think I need to change. Sometimes someone tags us in an unflattering photo in Facebook and suddenly we feel like now I have to lose weight or, you know, something happens in our work and we think that's the last straw I have to change. Mm-hmm. And so we have a moment where we go. I'm really tired of my current situation. And the way we react to that is to get very self-critical. And we think, well, if I can just be mad at myself enough, if I can criticize myself enough, if I can push myself enough, I'm going to take some action. I know. I always, I always say that, you know, if beating ourselves up and being hard on ourselves worked, we'd all be rich, thin, and happy. We would, but this is what's really tricky, Cheryl, is it works for a very short time. We've all been in the situation where we beat ourselves up and we start a diet or we start to make changes in our finances. And for a really short time, it works. Maybe a week, maybe two weeks, we can like muscle enough to create some kind of change. Mm -hmm. But then what happens is it gets so exhausting because it's deprived of any pleasure it's deprived of, um, of any joy, it's all pushing and struggling that we begin to sabotage ourselves simply because we need a break, simply because we're exhausted. Mm-hmm. And so that self-sabotage, even though in the moment it seems horrible, it's our mind and body saying, I'm exhausted mm-hmm. of this pushing and this criticism and this forcing. And so we sabotage and we go right back to where we were before and we start the cycle over and over again, but this time with a different diet or with a different financial strategy. You know, we change our, our strategy, but it's running the same pattern. And the only way to begin to break this pattern of panic is to start with looking at how we emotionally react to the change that we want so that we can approach it with feeling more calm and centered And now we're open to creativity and to resourcefulness. Now, when we let go of any fears or that feeling of not being safe, 
it feels like the universe is supporting us and we create more ease instead of feeling like we're like walking through molasses just to make some progress. Mm -hmm. So that's why one of the best places to start is to simply tap on the frustration you feel and this thought that I have to be self-critical if I want to make a change. Mm -hmm. So I think we should dive into that. What do you think? Okay, good. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm, I love this. We're doing this reverse role now where you're going to lead the tapping. Usually you're interviewing me and I'm I am. I know. <laughs> great. I love this because now I get to just be the student and do the tapping with you. So <laughs> you're such a master at this. I mean, you've been doing this longer than I have and you know, you know what you're doing. So I'm excited. So oh, I'm excited too. So Think about, um, for those who are watching, notice the tension in your body when you think about change. And maybe just from this conversation, thoughts and ideas came up that made you realize, wow, I, I have been really stressed or I have been really frustrated. Notice the emotion, <clears throat> label it, what's it for you? And notice the tension that you feel in your body. And sometimes it can be like tightness in your throat or a pressure in your chest or in your stomach. Just notice where you feel that and give it a number from zero to 10. Okay, so 10 being very anxious, zero feeling relaxed, where do you feel it in your body? I'm gonna take a sip of water and give you a second to just note that down, either in your mind or write it down. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're gonna tap on the points. And the first thing that we're gonna do is the setup statement, which is even though, and you state your experience, I accept myself. Or some people say, I love and accept myself. What you want to do is give yourself permission as you tap to really accept and acknowledge how you feel. It sets you up for the rest of the process. Then we're going to tap on the acupressure points and I'll show you where they are. We'll tap together. And we start off by giving a voice to that frustration. Now, for many people who love the law of attraction, which I do, I'm a believer, there's some hesitancy with claiming how we feel because we're scared we're going to attract it. The reality is we're saying things that, we're, that are already running us unconsciously. These are already feelings and reactions that we're having. What we're doing when we tap is we're giving them a voice and we're sending a calming signal to the brain as we tap. So we get to the point that we can say or think about that saying, and we feel calm. And the moment we feel calm, it's not the same vibration. We have power to choose something different because we're not hijacked by that emotion. So now that you guys all have the number. Yeah. Oh, I'm starting to feel calm just listening to you. <laughs> Okay. So tapping on the side of the hand, it doesn't matter what side of the body you tap on. Simply repeat after me. Even though I've been really frustrated. Even though I've been really frustrated. Because I have all these changes I want to make. Because I have all these changes I want to make. And I've been procrastinating. I've been procrastinating. I accept how I feel. I accept how I feel. And I allow my body to relax. And I allow my body to relax. Even though I feel all of this frustration. Even though I feel all of this frustration. Because I should be further along by now. Because I should be further along by now. I honor how I feel. I honor how I feel. And I give my body permission to relax. And I give my body permission to relax. Even though part of me believes. Even though part of me believes. That I have to be self-critical. That I have to be self-critical. In order to make a change. In order to make a change. I honor how I feel. I honor how I feel. And I'm open to a new way of thinking. And I'm open to a new way of thinking. Now we're gonna tap on the eyebrow point. It's right where the hair of your eyebrow begins. 
And we're going to give a voice to how we're feeling. So all this anxiety. All this anxiety. And tapping on the side of the eye. I should be further along by now. Should be further along by now. Under the eye. I have all these changes I want to make. I have all these changes I want to make. Under the nose. I keep pushing myself. I keep pushing myself. And under the mouth or ear. And nothing seems to work. And nothing seems to work. Collarbone, I like to use my whole hand and tap on my chest. Mm -hmm. All this pressure I put on myself. All this pressure I put on myself. Then you have underneath the arm, about a hand width from your armpit. All of this anxiety. All of this anxiety. And we end with the top of the head to make these changes. To make these changes. Eyebrow, and part of me believes. And part of me believes. That if I don't push myself, that if I don't push myself, things will never change. Things will never change. But I've been running this pattern for a long time. But I've been running this pattern for a long time. And I'm exhausted. And I'm exhausted. I acknowledge how tired I feel. I acknowledge how tired I feel. I acknowledge how frustrated I feel. I acknowledge how frustrated I feel. And how I beat myself up. And how I beat myself up. Now continue to tap on the eyebrow point. And what I'd like you to do is just think in your own mind, how do you treat yourself when you think about being stuck? What does being stuck mean to you? And it doesn't matter if anything specific comes up, maybe nothing at all, but just trust your feelings and thoughts as you tap. And we're gonna move to the side of the eye. And again, I want you to think about the way you treat yourself when you make a mistake or when you feel stuck, what do you say to yourself? Maybe I should be further along by now. I'm so dumb, nothing works for me. Notice what comes up for you when you feel stuck. And we're gonna tap on the under the eye point. And again, allow any thoughts or feelings to come up as we begin to feel relaxed in our body. Acknowledging any frustration around change. Then tapping underneath the nose. Notice how your body begins to relax as you think about this frustration. Now tap on the chin. Think about this pattern you've been running and notice what it feels like to notice it while feeling relaxed. <sighs> now tapping on the collarbone point. Now, as you tap on the collarbone point, let's go back to repeating after me. I've been running this pattern for a long time. I've been running this pattern for a long time. Under the arm and I'm open to a new way. And I'm open to a new way. Top of the head, I can't stress myself happy. I can't stress myself happy. Eyebrow, I can't stress myself to a solution. I can't stress myself to a solution. So I give my body permission to relax. So I give my body permission to relax. Even before having all the answers. Even before having all the answers. I can feel calm and confident. I can feel calm and confident. I can feel open to inspiration. I can feel open to inspiration. Even though I don't have all the answers yet. Even though I don't have all the answers yet. I accept where I am now. I accept, oops, I accept where I am now. Knowing that from this place. Knowing that from this place. Great things are possible. Great things are possible. 
Relaxing my body and mind. Relaxing my body and mind. Feeling open to inspiration. Feeling open to inspiration. Open to divine guidance. Open to divine guidance. I have the patience I need. I have the patience I need. To let my path reveal itself. To let my path reveal itself. I honor where I am. I honor where I am. Because from this place. Because from this place. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Okay, take a deep breath in. And exhale. And what I like to do is just kind of move my body a bit. Notice how you feel. Maybe your shoulders went from here to here. Mm-hmm. Notice how you're breathing. If you can breathe, if you notice yourself breathing deeper. And now notice that emotion that you had before. So notice, was it panic or frustration and the number you had before? What's the number now? Maybe you went from an eight to a four or a 10 to a two. We want to measure it because what we do when we measure is we allow ourselves to see the way that we've been able to shift. Even if it's incrementally, we know that we're moving. Any shift down is moving us in the right direction. So just take a note and notice that this is something that, you can come back and tap with me again. But after you know those nine points, anytime you're feeling anxious, even if you don't know what to say, just tapping on these points will help calm your nervous system and get you to a more centered and peaceful place. You know, the other thing I love about the tapping just too, like that was, that was, I I feel so much calmer. I mean, I chose something in my own mind and was tapping on it. And one of the things that really, one of the things I love about tapping is how you get these insights when you're tapping, right? Like all of a sudden, something, something that you said, I forget what it was. I'm, I'm, you said something like, I'm, I'm patient. I'll patiently wait for a new solution or I'll trust that for the path to reveal itself. To reveal itself. And, um, and I had that this flash of insight, like, oh, about this particular change, I am not patient with myself at all. And like, there was something about that word, I knew I needed to really focus on that, because um, that that held a key to why I keep running the same pattern. And so thank you for that. That was great. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I mean, I just love tapping so much, because I am someone who's naturally always been an overthinker, right? Like I think and I think and I think, and sometimes I can kind of feel stuck or or, um, frozen because we're trying to think our way out of these problems. And there's something about getting back into your body and giving yourself a break that leaves room for the inspiration that we need. And so in the book, every single chapter ends with a tapping meditation. The appendix is just filled with tapping meditations. And I also ask questions so that you can gain clarity on what's really going on. And that's why one of the things I've been doing more recently is doing a round where, um, with a tapping meditation where people just notice what comes up for them because it's important to use your own words. And and sometimes we begin to tap and we realize, oh, I'm not really scared of change. But what's really going on is I'm really nervous about what this one person will think. And just getting that clarity on what the fear really is and what's going on behind 
the, the curtain allows us to then change our tapping to be more specific to that situation and get even better results. So sometimes we just feel amazing right away. And other times we feel a sense of relief simply because we gained clarity and we see this path that we can continue to go down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like I said before, I think I said it before, um, that is one of the things I really love is you have all of these all of these tapping exercises, I know you call them tapping meditations. They really are like what to say while you're tapping. And, you know, I have to say, Jess, you've been doing this a long time so that a lot of the language you use really, I think is incredibly right on point a lot of times in terms of, you know, making changes, overcoming procrastination, getting unstuck, handling the fear that you have. I mean, a lot of what, a lot of the language that you've used, I think is going to make a big difference. I know it made a big difference for me. I go back and use it. Um, in both of your books, I go back and use the, the, you know, each of the tapping meditations and you're right. Sometimes just, just tapping the points calms the body enough that you can sort of enter a more resourceful state. So, um, I know that, uh, the book's going to help people to make important changes in their life. And I love the fact that you talk about this as a book to create lasting change. And I'm wondering, you know, what do you recommend people do when they have made a change? So they've used the tapping, they've begun to make changes in their life, and then they start to get nervous, you know, like, uh -huh. um, like you said, oh my gosh, you know, I had my resume done. I was networking. I got this job interview and now they're making me the offer. Like, how do people stay on track? How do you make the change stick? Like, yeah. what do you recommend people do when they get, when they're sort of falling off the change wagon? <laughs> totally. Um, I think there's there's two sides or, or two, two things to keep in mind. And the very first one is um, something I write about, which is if it's not pleasurable, it's not sustainable. And if there's one thing people take away from this interview is I hope they remember that quote. You need to explain that because that's really yes. important. So the challenge with change is that when we feel like we're suffering and pushing ourselves, it won't last because we'll get to the point where we're, we'll sabotage ourselves simply to give ourselves a break, right? And again, we're not sabotaging ourselves because there's anything wrong with us. It's just that that pressure can feel incredibly overwhelming and it's misguided self-love. And so- the give, us, give us some specific examples of that just because so people can really identify with it. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I'll do the common one, which is like the basic of starting a diet, right? Like someone wants to lose weight and they want to have a new lifestyle, but suddenly they have this diet that deprives them of things and they're pushing and there's all these rules mm -hmm. and we do it for a while. And then we just get so tired of the rules or we feel like it's so hard to fit these rules into our lives that we go back to eating in a way that doesn't support our desires. When I see lasting change happen, when we begin to create better meaning around finding pleasurable ways to have healthier lifestyles. So I'll, I'll give you an example. And it was when I was writing the first book, The Tapping Solution for Weight Loss and Body Confidence, I would interview people who were really consistent with working out. Cheryl, never ever in my life did someone say, I work out consistently because I hate my body. And I was going to the gym because I hated my body. And I would look at people who looked good and thought, why are you here? You look great. You know, like my thought was you move your body because you want to change your body. 
not because it feels good or, you know, you, you give it more meaning that moving your body is an act of gratitude for the life you've been given. If you don't give yourself those positive associations with that change, it's not going to stick. The same thing with food. You know, if we don't change our associations and create positive associations around eating healthy and find ways to make it like exciting and flavorful and amazing, we're not going to stick with it. Um, and it doesn't mean that we're not going to have moments that are difficult. You know, we can't just tap and never have a moment that feels, you know, doesn't feel challenging. We can't avoid those moments in life. But when we create meaning around those moments, um, that we can still create some pleasure because we know that we are resilient. Um, we know that we have our back. We know that this is giving us an opportunity to step up and really shine. If we can't create those new meanings, then we're going to go back to those old habits simply because they feel safer and are more comfortable. So as people make change then, um, whatever change it is they're tackling, they need to constantly be asking themselves, how can I make this enjoyable? How can I make yeah. this fun? It's the last question we ask ourselves. No. The first question is like, no. is panic and stress and let me worry a lot's on the line. And people think, and this is why I had to do that. We did the tapping. We have to get rid of this belief that if we're not critical, we're not going to keep it up because people truly believe like, oh, if I wasn't self-critical, I would just be on the couch all day. Yeah. And that's not true. Um, yeah. Go ahead. So that's, that's one aspect. And then the other thing to understand about change is that we're not robots. And change isn't this like straight path when we want to go somewhere. A lot of times, you know, going from here to here isn't like this. It's more like, like this. Yeah. And, if, and if we don't learn how to deal with those moments when we make the mistake, or those moments where we feel like we've, we've been disappointed or that we failed. Like in the book, I, I kind of re-examine failure and say, failure is just unmet expectations. You had an expectation of how it would go. It didn't go your way. And now you're choosing to view that as failure when a scientist, a scientist would look at that as a data point of discovering what didn't work. Um, and although that line of thinking is incredibly effective, it's very difficult when we emotionally feel distraught by a mistake mm -hmm. and we emotionally feel disappointed. And that's why it's like all these positive ways of thinking can only take us so far if we're not addressing the real emotional feelings we have when we try something and our expectations aren't met. And but when we can begin to understand that these moments of disappointment are part of the journey, that they're not, we can't avoid them. It's part of growth. We have expectations and sometimes they're not met. The moment we realize how to navigate through them, it's like they just become a, another stepping stone or they just become a little bump. Um, and it's important to know because this idea of lasting change doesn't mean, so this isn't the tapping solution to live the perfect life because <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> you know, like, God, that's overwhelming. But to create lasting change is to be able to navigate through those situations when things didn't work out. And that's why the book is great to read, but it's also good to have a reference. So when you are hit with those moments, you can go right to that chapter and do that tapping meditation. Well, you know, um, I'm so glad that we've had this time together, Jess, and just listening to you, one of the things I really love about bringing the fact that you're bringing this book to the world is there's such a loving, accepting um, 
compassionate voice that you have. I mean, you've, you've been there yourself. You've made lots of changes yourself and you've grappled with the things that you're writing about. And that voice is so present in the book. Like I feel like, and I think I said it, you know, I feel like I've got this friend with me. And when I get scared, when I get stuck, I've got some place to go and I've got something I can do that I know changes something in me immediately, helps me to be calmer, more relaxed, more resourceful, um, more able to make the changes that really matter. So um, I hope that everybody will get themselves a copy of the Tapping Solution to Create Lasting Change. I love that, <laughs> yes, that it's not only a guide to get unstuck, but it's also a guide to find your flow. And look, this is like a divine moment. Can you see the lines of light? Yeah. All of a sudden. That's so beautiful. I don't know where that's from, but this is like a divine moment. This is just, this is. Well, and Cheryl, before we wrap up, I just have to say that so much of this book and so much of my work has been inspired by you. And so having you interview me is such an honor. When people pick up the book, the very first page of the book starts with me having a moment where a lot of changes were happening and I was feeling scared and I didn't know what to do. And I gave you a phone call and the advice you gave me completely um, changed my perspective and shifted the, the direction I was going in and was a big part, a big inspiration to all the research I did around this book. So thank you so much for just all your love and support and your wisdom. I am such a fan, so a fan and a friend. So it's like, I can pinch myself that this is happening. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Well, listen, you know, I love you dearly. And, um, and I, really respect and admire you. I really do. I mean, your work, you know, you've created both of your books are so accessible and the work that you do in tapping, which is life-changing for so many people, um, has had a profound influence on me too. So it's really, it's such a pleasure to support you and your work. And I hope that everybody will get yourself a copy of the book and um, share the tapping. You know, once you learn it and you use it in your own life, then start sharing it with the people that you love, the people that are struggling with their own sense of making a change. Um, because it really does make a difference. And I wish you all the best with this baby, but also the baby <laughs> that you have in your belly. That's, yeah, that's Wait, should we should we give people a view? Yeah, let's do. I was going to ask you, but then I didn't know if you'd feel comfortable. Yeah, to... Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. There you are. There's that that two babies I got. <laughs> careful. Like all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, you're having twins? No. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much, Jess, for being here. And thank you everybody for watching. Um I'm a huge fan of tapping. I'm a huge fan of Jess's. I know Louise was a huge fan of tapping. She loved it as well. And um, we used it all the time. And so it's really great that Hay House gets to bring you and this beautiful book to the world. So thank you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye.